When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And Germany looking strong. Here's Giddy with a prayer. There's a whistle on the play. No, there's not. Giddy thought he was fouled. Referee Blanca Burns didn't see it that way and didn't provide a whistle. And the Australians are furious here. Ah, they left it too little too late. The Aussies have been beaten by Germany and set themselves up now for a must-win against Japan. It is at 10 past seven our time tonight after we beat Finland in game one. ESPN Basketball Insider is Kane Pittman. He's the best in the business. Hey, Kane, I appreciate your time, mate. Um, what, what's your thoughts? First of all, on what we just heard then from, uh, of course, in the commentary in regards to that half-court prayer from uh, Josh Gideon, was there a foul? I'll give you your unbiased opinion. Opinion. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> no, morning, fellas. And I'm actually standing right next to John Casey now. And it was a superb call at the end of the game. And I think it was a foul. And when we watched the replay, it did look like it came just before the buzzer as well. Unfortunately, no whistle, no ability to challenge that call for Australia. And you have to swallow a pretty difficult defeat. And hopefully not a costly one, but it did look like there was contact. And I think the biggest question is, what were the German defenders doing going anywhere near Josh Giddy? Almost a catastrophic foul. Yeah, but it wasn't, and we were stitched. But why they leave it so late, Kane? <laughs> like we uh, obviously, you know, we always talk about the last moment in every game and, and being the deciding thing. But they had us, uh, well, they had us covered for, for most of the game. And, and even Brian Gorgian called one early, called a timeout early and ripped through the boys. He wasn't happy with what they're seeing. What went wrong? Yeah, there's been a big problem at the start of these games in particular. Both games so far, they've been giving up double-digit leads. And tonight against Japan, it's absolutely got to be the thing that changes. And really, I, I thought defensively, they weren't sharp. There was breakdowns. They were out of position. And Germany scored the first eight points of the game in the paint. That is not going to be acceptable for Australia moving forward. Their staple is on the defensive end. That's how they're going to win games. And I do wonder heading into tonight whether we see a change in the starting lineup because the starting group so far, super talented, but they haven't got the job done. Even if we beat Japan, have you got grave concerns about our, our progress and our possible of winning it? Because everyone pre-tournament, I know we live in a bit of an Aussie bubble and a boomer's bubble. We all thought, oh, yeah, they're going to win a medal. And, oh, they might even win the whole shooting match. What's your thoughts after you've seen only a small sample size, two games I know, but what's your thoughts? Yeah, I think that there should be appropriate concern or a little bit of concern at this point in time. And it's not necessarily about Australia. Yes, they were a little bit scratchy in this game against Germany, but overall, I thought it was a it was a gripping game. I thought there was momentum for both teams. I thought Australia had stretches where they looked dominant, and it was just the runs that Germany 8-0 to start the game, 10-0 to start the fourth quarter. But we have to remember, Germany, and I was saying this right before the tournament, even though Australia was the favourite in Group E, this Germany team is a power in Europe. They won a bronze medal in last year's Eurobasket. So a three-point loss, a one-possession game. There was little moments on the night where Australia could have got the win. So I think that, yes, it's disappointing, but that is a really, really good team. That's a high-quality opponent. And if it was to a team like Finland, you'd be more concerned. 
um, work to do for Australia, but uh, but I think they're still in an okay position. Are we leaving too much to Paddy Mills? He seemed to be the one trying to drag us through uh, against Germany. Is it time? And I'm no doubt Paddy's still got so much to offer. He's, he's an absolute gun. But is it time for our younger boys to start, uh, you know, lifting, taking the load a little bit more? Yeah, this is the balance in this team. You've got the veterans. So Paddy Mills, as you mentioned, still by far the number one scorer on the team. You've got Joe Ingles who's playing an important role, even a Dante Exum who's a little bit older. And then you've got the next wave with Kitty and Dyson Daniels who hasn't seen a lot of play just yet, Josh Green. And I think the, the one thing that stands out with all these young guys coming through and they're finding their way in the NBA, they're super, super talented, but they're not necessarily known for their scoring. And one of the big questions for this particular Boomer squad is, who is going to be the guy that's going to be your secondary scorer? So far, Josh Giddy is averaging 15.5 points per game as the second leading scorer, but it hasn't felt like he's been able to take over games. And to be honest, that's not necessarily what he's known for in the NBA either. So whether it's for this tournament or Paris next year at the Olympics, the big question is going to remain, uh, who's going to be the second scorer? Because they absolutely need one. Tagashi, Kawamura, Hajima, Watanabe, Baba, who we saw at Melbourne United, Nishida, Tomonaga, Hara, Inui, Yoshi, Kawamata. How did Josh Hawkinson get in the team? <laughs> yes, well, we have seen this in the past with Japan teams as well. They do have a, an American naturalised on the roster, and he had a massive game uh, last time out against Finland as well. So he's a, he's a big guy. He's going to be a player to watch. But this Japan team, uh, coming off that win over Finland, they were down double digits in the fourth quarter. It can be dangerous as well. So it's easy to still project ahead, think about what's next for the Boomers, but uh, it could be a tricky contest uh, against one of the home nations and the home crowd. All right, not a great uh, phone line. Hey, the Perth Wildcats have got their uh, season launched tonight. Uh, from an outsider looking in, uh, they've still got one spot, a big man spot, and uh, that might be coming sooner rather than later. What's your vibe on the makeup of their squad? Yeah, a little bit unknown with the Perth Wildcats. Keanu Pinder, clearly a massive season last year with the Kansas fans. He's a big uh, addition to this team. Bryce is Bryce. But the big question for this team, Gosselin, you know this, last year, absolutely zero defense. Mm. And if they can't turn that around this year, they're going to be in big trouble. So even though they bring back some familiar names, they've got to fix that up. Jordan Looking Usher. forward to it, yeah. Jordan Usher's the man. Yeah, Jordan Usher is, is very good, and he's good at both ends. Looking forward to seeing Jordy Usher get the job done. Looking forward to seeing the Aussies tonight against Japan, 7-10. You hear it, see, watch it on ESPN. Say hello to John Casey. Sounds like you're out for dinner. What are you, what's on the agenda? What's on the menu? Yeah, just doing a little bit of prep, a little bit of pregame uh, prep for this one <laughs> against Japan. I, I always refer to the veteran of the team, the legend, John Casey. He'll choose whatever we're eating. Ah, very good point. Ah, well, enjoy the Japanese. Appreciate your time, mate. All the very best. <laughs> Thanks, fellas. Good to have you on. Kane Pittman, ESPN Basketball Insider. 7.10 tonight. You'll see it on ESPN if you've got it. Keep an ear and an eye out on SEN for all the results. Uh, Laura Kane joins us after 7 o'clock. Looking yeah. forward to that. And don't forget the Walk With Me lunch, September 8th here at Optus Stadium. AFL Finals preview September 8th. If you want to find out more, walkwithme.net.au You're involved great. in that. Yep, I'll be there. Uh, Anthony Kudafidis is going to be there. Sponsored by Goods Property Services. It's all a fantastic lunch uh, listening to all of us prattle on, but uh, more importantly getting involved in men's mental health and uh, understanding a bit more about it and having a bit of fun along uh, with it along the way. 13-12-55, Tookie Depot open line. Give us a call. Your thoughts on the West Coast Eagles. Where to now? What do they need? And if you're a Fremantle fan and you'd like to have your say on your three boys in the All-Australian squad, Jackson, Sarong and Ryan. 
Give us a call. And West Coast fans, you got one in Oscar Allen. I think out of all of those... One make it. One makes it. One makes it. Sarong on the bench, maybe. Yep. 0487 736 Keep the text coming. Keep your calls coming. This is Scotty and Goss. Thanks to Loop Logic, the future of construction management. For a free demo, visit looplogics.com. It's going to be 29 oh. degrees on Thursday. Oh, kits off.